and welcome to the Infinity Bros Podcast, the only podcast that's perfectly balanced, as all things should be. My name is Isaac Edlin, I am your host tonight, and with me I have two of my dear Infinity Bros. Infinity Bro number one comes to us from all the way in Montana, Jer Curtis. Hi guys, uh, I'm here, I'm ready to rock, let's do this. Yeah, it's it's a pleasure to have both uh, our, our resident AI and this mm-hmm. other Infinity Bro who is making his like, I don't know, maybe like 15th appearance on the Infinity Bros podcast, Infinity Bro Zane. Hello, I am happy to be here for my 15th appearance. It just really <laughs> means a lot to me. You know, mm-hmm. I set mm-hmm. aside this this time because I was like, yeah, yeah, number 15, it's a milestone. Is that <laughs> milestone. joke ever not going to get old? No, it really won't. It really won't. I, I think it's you evergreen. mentioned it on a, on a previous episode, Jared. I mean, Zane is like, know. he's like the guest that is the most like seniority on the guest list of the Infinity Bros. So, you know, like yeah. he's, he's, he's our guy. Like when we need somebody to guest, he's there. So he's so, the head of the black order for us. I for can't, sure. I, I can't wait for this joke to get its driver's license. <laughs> it's going to be really great. The, the, the funny thing is like, you've actually been on like, more than 50% of the last like 20 episodes that we've had yeah, here on most of them, but we still, we still tell this joke after it's, every, it's for the bit. It's for the bit. It's for the bit. It's always for the bit. And, and Max knows the bits like that. That's Max is all about the bits in this show. So he loves inside jokes, especially like if people are checking us out for the first time, because they want to hear about the Disney plus stuff. He loves when we do this. Just do inside oh, yeah. jokes when for the first 15 don't minutes. Don't talk about the Disney Plus stuff for as long as possible. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely <laughs> the best way to podcast too. So, well, guys, uh, we already mentioned it, but we have some a lot of things to talk about today. But we don't really have to talk about that. I mean, if you guys want to just talk about our weeks, we could probably do that too. Um, hey, Zane, how are I, you? Yeah, how are, how are you, you this week, Zane? You know, I'm, I'm all right. Like, I finally I finally got my bed because, as you guys know, I just moved recently. Yay, right. Zane. You're such a big so, boy now. I know. I'm such an adult. I just, my, <laughs> par- my parents got the bed down here and my mom was super excited because she was like, here, all the rest of the stuff that's been sitting in my house for the past two years. I don't, <laughs> just I don't care. <laughs> yep. I don't, Dude. I don't care. I don't care if you got room for it. We're that's bringing it down. That's a real thing. That's a real thing that happened to me like. Uh, maybe a year ago, I got like three boxes of just random crap that I didn't even know my parents say or I saved was apparently in my room at home. And they were like, hey, you, you can take all this stuff or we're throwing it out. So basically, That's they hilarious. just shoved it on me. And I was like, oh, OK. All right. So I went through it. and I was like, holy crap. What What is this stuff? Like, I don't oh. even I didn't even know I st- it still existed. Oh, I got like 15 DC's talk posters and like uh, <laughs> a bunch of the message Bibles stacked up in a corner. <laughs> it's it's funny you say that because in some of the stuff as I was going through it, I found a stack of like old CDs. And there's yeah, like three, yes. three Toby Mac CDs, oh, three no. Okay, Twitch foot. Yeah, I think I've actually sent the the Infinity Roast chat a, gr- a picture of this, but um, I I had this like. CD from you know CDs were cool when we were in when we were in high school and stuff so we all bought CDs. I had this CD frame thing that you could like arrange in any like shape you wanted and it is still to this day sitting on my wall like because my mom and dad couldn't take it down because apparently I screwed it in there very well. Um nice. it's in a cross like a cross. And it's all <laughs> Christian CDs. <laughs> like, like 
if you if you didn't know that I wasn't homeschooled, you would be yeah. shocked to find yeah. out that I actually went to public school. Um, but, I love yeah. That. but yeah, it's got like, I mean, every like kind of sect of like Christian music you can think of. I got the the punk rock, the rap, hip hop, the old school, uh, all four know, flavors like of rock, yeah. everything Christian. It's all up there. That. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff, Jared. How's how's your week this week? Uh, my week's horrible. No, actually, my week's great. Uh, if uh, if you're friends and fans of the Infinity Bros, you'll notice that I haven't been streaming or on an episode for a while. Uh, my PC is like hanging on by a thread, and I'm using it right exactly. now for work, uh, which means like I have to get it fixed. Um, it's working right now. I just got it to work. Um, the last couple of days, actually, my wife was messing around with it and she figured it out because she's more brilliant than the AI apparently, but, um, so it's working right <laughs> now, which is cool, but yeah, it's been a, it's been a pain. Yeah. That, that is a bummer because everybody knows team rocket Tuesday is like one of the best times to come and hang out with, with Jared. It's always a good time. I appreciate that. Even if it's a lie, I appreciate that. You like have been doing different stuff lately too, which is awesome. Like you did the was it a Gundam that you built or was it? Um, I did. I did Gunpla. Um, and I'm kind of freaking out right now because my my son was in my office earlier and I cannot find it. No. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. I finally finished the, I finished Charles Zaku and oh, it is gone. I have no idea where it went. Oh no. Oh no. That's a sad day. Man, but yeah, that was okay. my team market user. Uh, sorry, this is giving out Jared information, but like you have two boys and I remember you telling me a story a while back about how your boys destroyed your PlayStation controller as well. Oh like, yeah. Is this a, is this a common thing in your house or what? They are the most inquisitive little gremlins on earth. And it's not like malicious. They're not trying to be mean, but like one day this was a while ago. Um, actually. Yeah. This was like maybe three years ago. This was when James was still a little guy. He thought like, maybe the PlayStation would go faster if I put peanut butter in it because dad told me that peanut butter and jelly sandwiches <laughs> give me energy. So oh he put gosh. peanut butter and jelly in one of my old PS4 controllers. And yeah, they're just like, they're <laughs> mad scientists uh, and like the best possible way. But yeah, they destroy they're, everything. They've got great futures ahead of them. I Absolutely. That's amazing. Absolutely. Well, even though you did not come to hear some Infinity Bros chat, here it is for you the Infinity Bros universe. Thank you so much for making us a part of your week and your podcast experience. Uh, you can find the Infinity Bros podcast on any major podcast platform. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and theinfinitybros.com. Right now, stop what you're doing. Stop listen. No, don't stop listening. Okay, that was a bad idea. Uh, stop what you're doing. Go to iTunes or your Apple Podcasts app or your uh, app of choice that you listen on and rate us and review us right now because at the end of December, we are going to be giving away an Infinity Gauntlet. Episode 100 of the Infinity Bros podcast, we're going to be doing live and we're going to be giving away an Infinity, like a legit Infinity Gauntlet valued at, I believe, around $100. And then even more so because we're yeah, the Infinity Bros will be signing it. So it's going to be priceless by the time we're done with this until Zane signs it and brings the value back down to one hundred dollars. It's it's going to be given away on the 100th episode live on Twitch. So make sure 
you get your entry in by rating and reviewing us on your podcast app of choice. Go do that right now. Be prepared. Uh, good review or bad review, Max is still going to absolutely roast it. Oh, yeah. You'll um, get torched regardless of it's a good or bad review. Um, I, I honestly like kind of get a little embarrassed every time Max uh, rates and reviews one of our reviews because I'm like, dude. He's mean for no reason. Yeah, <laughs> This person took time out of their day to say good things about us on the air. Well, I guess most of them have been good things so far. But they took time out of their day to tell us what they thought about our podcast on the internet. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to be mad about that at all. But Max is, Max, I mean, it's, it's part of the bit, man. Max is all about the bit. So, yeah, make sure you do that to get in. And that will be uh, drawn on the 100th episode of the Infinity Bros podcast. Details, TBD. Don't want to miss out on that. Well, guys, something really, really big happened on Friday. It was the Disney Plus Day special. So they announced a t- Marvel or excuse me, um, Disney and announced a ton, ton of stuff that's going to be coming out on Disney Plus soon, including a ton of announcements with Marvel, uh, a few Star Wars and a bunch of other stuff that we may or may not talk about on this. Podcast. Arguably too much stuff, if I'm being too honest, like, ridiculous amount of stuff yeah. that they came out with, like craziness. And some of the stuff is like. Jarrett and I were kind of just scrolling over it like before this and it's like, dang, like I didn't know anything about this, nor did I want to like, wh- right. <laughs> why is this coming out right now? I, I don't really understand, but Hey, there's probably an audience out there for most of these shows. So I, and Disney plus has the money to do what they want. So I guess, I guess we're getting a bunch of shows. Um, so we're, we're mostly going to be talking about the Marvel stuff because there is some big Marvel news that came out of this. But um, if you did not go check that out, make sure you do. Um, we're definitely going to be spoiling it. It's not really much to spoil. They, they had a couple trailers and stuff that they came out with. But if you don't want to be spoiled, if you want to see and hear all this for yourself, make sure you go check that out. We'll put the spoiler uh, warning here just in case. This is Prepare Yourself. And Infinity Bros. Prepare yourself. Spoiler. Warning. And we will also be rating some of this news. We won't be rating all of it because it would take us a very long time to rate all of the news that came out that day. But we'll be rating it. So um, we rate things specially on the Infinity Bros podcast. And here's how we do that. Here on the Infinity Bros podcast... Everything is ranked from a 0 to 6 point scale. 0 meaning horrible, and 6 meaning absolutely excellent. If all of the Infinity Bros rank something a 6, it gets an Infinity Step. So guys, some big Marvel news coming out of Disney Plus Day. I know, Jarrett, you are especially stoked. We got some... A little bit. It wasn't a whole lot more than we already knew, but we got a little bit more on Hawkeye, which Jared is our resident Hawkeye guy. I think you you at least put me onto it. But the the awesome Hawkeye, uh, Matt Fraction Hawkeye run that everybody loves. Jared turned me onto that. I love it as well. This show is going to be based on on that run from what from everything that we've seen. Jarrett, just tell us a little bit about your thoughts coming into this show. Yeah, so obviously, like, as far as the production itself, 
I'm through the moon with this. Like, I think this is the story that we need to see right now. It's a little more lighthearted. Um, when they first announced the series, I wasn't sure if they were going to try to go a different direction with it, especially with Ronan being a prominent part of uh, the MCU, obviously, in, in recent history. Um, but no, they kind of kept true to the comics, kept it a little more campy, a little more lighthearted and fun. Um, overall, like, I'm through the moon for this. Uh, having Kate Bishop in there and Haley Steinfeld has done fantastic work and everything she's worked on. Um, my only gripe, which you, you're probably surprised to hear a gripe from me at all, but I've I've discovered recently that David Aja and Matt Fraction, David Aja does the artwork for the for the comic run. Um, they are not getting any royalties or anything for this, which to me is like an absolute embarrassment. It's not like Disney can't afford it. Um, and they're they're actually ripping off David Aja's cover art on every promotional material that they do. For real. From the targets real. to the triangles, like everything is the font, indicative of his cover art. is literally right. the same exact font as they use in the comic series. He is not receiving a dime. So like uh, as hyped as I am for this series, I think that's a gross uh, mishandling of the situation. Right. Yeah, that's a that's like a tough situation because it's like legally these guys like signed a contract, you right. know, with Marvel, Disney. Was it even Disney at the time? What when did that run come out? That was oh, that gosh, probably it's been a while. Disney at the time. Um, but anyways, they signed this contract with Marvel. Obviously, it's Marvel's like, you know, creative whatever they can do with it now. But still at the same time, it's like, yeah, like you said, Disney has all of this capital. They obviously can can, you know, help out these guys for the awesome thing that they created and that they're using right now. So it is a bummer to hear that for sure. This show uh, is going to star Jeremy Renner, Haley Steinfeld, Vera Farminga, Frey Free, Tony Dalton, and Alequa Cox. Am I saying that right, Jarrett? Alequa? I think I have no idea. Alequa Cox, who is going to play Echo? Right. which we will talk about a little bit later. Episodes are going to be directed by Reese Thomas and directing duo Bert and Birdie. Executive producer Jonathan Igla is the head writer. Series premieres on November 24th. We're getting it in 2021, I'm which so is ready. amazing. It's oh, and I and from what I hear, they're releasing two episodes on that day and then I'm not exactly sure how many episodes we're getting in the show. I would assume it's probably around 9 or 10 what, what we have been getting um, with these MCU series. But I mean, we're probably going to hour see long this. too. Yeah, they confirmed yeah, that it's going to be around sixty minutes. Yeah, right. And you know, fifteen of that's going to be probably credits. But hey, credits that's still longer. That's still longer than we've been getting. So I was going to say gonna... we we've been promised an hour long episodes before. And that's they true. Were that's forty true. minutes. And yeah, they didn't live up to that in in several of the, the series that we were expecting. So, but if we do get that, incredible and. Okay, this is maybe my favorite part of this. This is like Christmas themed up the wazoo, like very, very Christmassy in the trailers. Um, and these trailers have been out for a while now. So make sure you go check those out. But like, wow, I love the Christmas vibes that I'm getting through this. Zane, you and I were from the same cloth, cut from the same cloth, and that we wholeheartedly celebrate Thanksgiving before Christmas. But November 24th is actually Thanksgiving, correct? I think that's actually Thanksgiving. So we will be watching these episodes like 
when Thanksgiving is on slash we're getting we're the Thanksgiving guys are finally coming around to Christmas. So this is going to be perfect uh, timing. Thanksgiving's the day after. So Thanksgiving is the 25th. 25th. Okay. So, so it comes after. out on Wednesday. That's right. Yeah. And then, and then uh, 25th is, is Thanksgiving. Yep. So, but these episodes, these Christmas episodes are going to be like perfect timing smack dab in December, right in time for, for us to be fully cel- celebrating Christmas. So what are your thoughts on the Christmas uh, theme? Well, I think it's fitting just because of, yeah, it's releasing um, it, it times it right. Because yeah, we're kind of in those winter months. Um, I think it, it's a little tougher to kind of predict some of that though. Um, I don't know if it's maybe more of just per chance of this one was releasing. Cause wasn't this supposed to be out a while ago? So yeah, like, I think initially it was supposed to be out earlier this year until all the delays and stuff and, and all the Marvel productions right. kind of started then, happening. Like, if it was out earlier, the whole Christmas stuff wouldn't have matched at all. Right. So maybe part of yeah. this was just, uh, hey, let's push this back. We'll make sure everything's good. And then just per chance, it also kind of lines up with the Christmas season. It kind of, it, I don't know if it necessarily was planned, but it definitely wraps that up kind of in a nice little bow. Yeah. it's a big part of the comic though i mean like they don't go out of the way but it is like part of the comic that it takes place during christmas well i know like a lot of it was at least winter but i suppose christmas part of that too because i remember from the pieces i've read of that too there's a lot of like winter snow like that was kind of a focal point in a lot of the art for yeah, it. a little bit yeah i think i'm i'm excited for that like i i enjoy a tv christmas episode as much as the next person but like there's something special about one of them that does it right or a movie that does it right. Iron Man 3 just didn't cut it for me. Like it had some Christmas vibes, but the movie just drug it down. Like I I personally did not enjoy Iron Man 3 that much. Iron Man 3 is a rough rough watch to begin yeah, with. I, yeah. <laughs> Christmas I, movie. So, so it's a forgettable Christmas yeah. MCU movie. So hopefully this will kind of beat that out for the the cool Christmas vibes we're getting. But I bet Mark and Max are jazz that we're just even mentioning Christmas in this episode. So right. Jarrett, I'm really happy for you that we're getting this Hawkeye series. We're not like it's like Christmas all over for me because we're not just getting Hawkeye. There's so much more to talk about, boys. Yes, yes. <laughs> Speaking of that, I'm also very, very excited for you, Jarrett, that we are getting Moon Knight. And this is, this is, okay, arguably, are you more excited about Moon Knight than you are about Hawkeye? Or, like, which one are you more excited about? So the thing about Hawkeye is, like, I I figured we would get something eventually, right? When we first saw him in, in the original Thor, I was like, mm-hmm. okay, it's not unfeasible that I'll get a solo movie. Never in my wildest dreams would I ever think that they would put Moon Knight on the screen at all. Yeah. So right. this is the one that I'm more excited for. Yeah, definitely. Moon Knight is it is wild that we're getting this. And like the fact that it's coming out on Disney Plus, I don't know if it's a bummer or if it's or if it's going to be like, obviously, it's going to be great. We're really excited for the character. But like Moon Knight is arguably one of the darker Marvel characters, right? Like, like he's got a dark history. He's got some he's got some issues. Zane, what are your thoughts about this dropping on Disney Plus as opposed to Hulu, which, as we discussed prior to this episode, like they're dropping kind of their their darker stuff on Hulu, which I mean, we kind of saw a little tidbit of with uh, the Modoc animated series 
um, that right. came out, was it two years ago? No, a year ago, maybe now. And um, I think Runaways was kind of along that line. Uh, Cloak and Dagger, they dropped a lot of those on Hulu. Uh, but I don't think they had even Disney Plus at the time those got started. So Modoc might be the the best example. And we're getting Hit Monkey. We're getting a Hit Monkey show yes. on Hulu a little bit later. But like, do you think this is okay to be on Disney Plus, or do you think this is a series that should be on Hulu, Zane? Well, I think it it makes sense for Disney Plus because I feel like the stuff is going Disney Plus is stuff that they want to use going forward. Whereas the stuff they put on Hulu, I think that's more of just like that side project. Maybe someone from Fox is working on something that like stuff. Hey, we want to make this. We don't have any plans to use it in the future. We don't really have plans for phase four or anything with it. So we'll give you a platform. We'll throw it to Hulu. But I think the significance of like Disney Plus is they have more plans for Moon Knight. That's why they want all the stuff to be there. Right. In one place, kind of with everything else that's same with, you know, She-Hulk, same with, mm-hmm. you know, Hawkeye, everything else we're getting. Like, I feel like they're setting that up and they're like, yeah. we want this moving forward. So we're keeping this on Disney Plus. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's definitely a good point. Like, I mean, he hopefully will be, you know, a kind of a main MCU character moving forward after this series comes out. So um, does that do you guys think that diminishes the amount of like violence or like dark stuff that we're going to see in this show. They have some freedom to wiggle around with this. And the reason I say that is like, um, we just recently watched Shang-Chi and I was debating on like, should I let my boys watch this? And like, literally the moment I thought about it, I was like, no, no, they're definitely too young for this show. Uh, and as I was thinking about it from that perspective, I realized like they drop a lot of cuss words and a lot of like, dark stuff in there. I mean, like the mm. things like sucking souls out of people, uh, spoilers for Shang-Chi, <laughs> <True>. sorry. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> no, like, Whoa. Whoa. I, I don't think they can go full on, like, especially like mid two thousands moon Knight. I mean, he cut off Raul Bushman's face with a knife. I mean, like, I don't think they can do that stuff, Yeah. but right. I, I think some of the more tame, like recent issues, I think like if I were to put this with anything, I think it's going to be like how Lemire did moon Knight, which is, good but it's not gratuitous gratuitous and violent it's like more intellectual and kind of yeah macabre kind of in the same way that logical side right. of things a little bit more yeah i could definitely see them taking that direction and maybe and maybe this is honestly like a good introduction to some some darker stuff on disney plus two that they can maybe right. you know start to kind of move that direction in in case they're you know some of their shows are movies are are kind of like that so but i mean yeah great news that we're getting moon knight oscar isaac is playing oh my gosh which is gonna be fantastic like wow the redemption arc for so uh, oscar isaac is like by far one of my favorite actors and the redemption arc for him because he got such a raw deal in uh age of apocalypse and even star wars to some degree i don't know if that's a hot take or not but like um, I feel like Poe Dameron like was so underdeveloped and not used well. And obviously like with Dune being what it is now, I think people are finally like getting turned on to what Oscar Isaac is cooking. Yeah. Yeah. For real. Stay tuned for an infinity bros Dune episode. Cause that's gotta be coming soon. That, oh my yeah. gosh. Mm. Can't wait for that. Anyway. So, I mean, for those of you guys who are not familiar with the character, Moon Knight is a dude who has multiple identities, Mark Spector uh, or, or, 
several names uh, as I'm going to talk about. Jake Lockley, Stephen Grant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Multiple identities who live inside him find themselves thrust into a deadly war of the gods against the backdrop of modern and ancient Egypt. He gets his powers from Khonshu, correct? The, the, correct. One of the Egyptian gods. Um, it's going to be this Moon, Moon Knight show is going to be directed by executive producer Mohamed Diab. And Jeremy Slater is the head writer. And it's coming to Disney Plus in 2022. We're getting these, like, all of these shows that were announced, we're getting, like, next year, basically, which is wild. That's wild. I shouldn't say all of them, because because Disney Plus literally announced, like, 40 things that are coming. But um, these these main Marvel shows that we've been talking about for feels like years, honestly, they're going to be coming, like, this year with Hawkeye and then next year with all the other shows falling behind. So Zane and Jarrett, start with Zane rate moon Knight, and they did show like a little what it was like a 30 second kind of clip of some stuff uh like shots and stuff like that rate what you know about moon Knight, and what your thoughts are toward it well i'm really excited for this so like uh especially how jared was talking about the the run earlier of hey moon Knight, like cut bushman's face off stuff like i i have that run like that's in my pile of comics like that was one of the ones i was like i need this is wild i can't believe this is in a comic they leaned book. so hard into that it oh, was great that as heck. so dark yeah. But, like yeah just moon knight's always been kind of one of those fascinating characters and even just kind of you get into that the darker side of marvel and any you know the marvel knights that kind of tag into that like it's such a fascinating way to portray it because yeah you you got a guy who's got multiple personalities you got a guy who doesn't necessarily or not, i don't want to say doesn't have a moral code but definitely has it far more gray than what you'd see in a hero oh yeah he's just like it, it, he's, he's far more of just like i'm here to get results and i remember one one of the issues too it was during the superhero registration act and mm. I, I just remember that whole issue because they were trying to prove whether or not he was sane to if he could get re- like registered and the psychological battle they play just reading that comic book is one of my favorite comics it's because so the, good. Co- the conversations he's having and he's basically like going like you need to prove i'm crazy and they're like well you are crazy but he's just like can you prove it like it's right. so deep and i'm like <laughs> yeah. if we get that moment in this show that would be epic because like our the, the one thing in that little 30 second clip for me that I was like all in on is that the back shot of the bathroom where the light lights are kind of flickering and you could tell that bathroom had been destroyed and you just see Moon Knight at the back, just hammered yeah. away. And you're like that this, this is Moon Knight. Like, this is what we want. If you're going to keep giving me this and this is going to be that gritty, like even just yeah. that imagery, right. just the white Cape, the white suit mm-hmm. in the back of a, like, I was like, yes. And from the 30 second clip that we got, like that basically confirmed that the, the leak that we saw months ago, that that's the suit like that's it right like that was a legit leak and i think we all kind of knew it was a legit leak but i mean this little 30 second clip like basically confirmed that so pretty sweet Jarrett. i know i already know you're a six out of six on that for sure yeah six out of six that the promo was kind of weird because it was like it was i don't know if it was my tv jointed and it was just like random clips that they put on it but 
and it was really great. It, like, I don't know if it was my phone or what, because I watched no, it on multiple devices. So, but yeah. look at those so like used, 1080p. Or one, 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 I think they showed it at the Disney Plus thing, and then they, they didn't post it like on their social oh. media. So there's not like an HD clip of it. It's people like ripping off whatever recording gotcha. they could get of it. So like that's the one I watched too. And at first I was like, yeah, this is wild. But I'm I'm fairly sure that's how it went down. They haven't like released the official HD. Sure version of that clip so uh, it is yeah, funny I mean, to see like the the conversation is resurfacing where people are like oh this is just this is just marvel's batman and i'm like oh yeah you know the issue where uh batman cut off a dude's face and like right. decapitate like yeah, no right. i was actually gonna mention that it's like like i mean as great as a character as batman is he's not that complex he's not really that deep like you know he just isn't moon knight on the other hand is a he's very crazy very yeah. complex character and like he doesn't even know how to you know understand or manage himself let alone everybody else so that's my favorite and, and zane touched on it too and i hope it uh, if it's if they're going the route that they're taking um the question of moon knight was always is he really crazy right because like on surface yeah absolutely he's got all these personalities fighting in his head but over time and and like lemire and a bunch of other people uh, uh jed mckay is taking the run now. And they're like, no, no, he's not crazy. Like this is actually his reality. Um, and it's, it is such a mind bend and I hope they bring it into the show. Absolutely. Yeah, I've, always, Absolutely. I've always yeah hated that comparison too with Batman. Cause another counterpoint from the comics, like I remember is Moon Knight is the one character Taskmaster will never use his uh, ability, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. ability to, to copy fighting styles. <laughs> because Moon Knight trains his body so when he's fighting that it's not that he won't get hit it's that he can take more damage than you. Yeah. Like, that's he's like he's like no he'll just you'll take every punch, every stab and you'll just keep going cuz you don't feel pain. Exactly. Yeah, it's you great. Don't feel pain. And like yeah, Moon Knight's philosophy is like you can hit me full blow but I'm going to hit you full blow and I can bet my full blow punch is going to do more damage than yours is to me. And so even Taskmaster is just like, yeah, no, I'm not copying. I'm not that. doing this. Yeah. I'm not doing that. Yep. No way. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Just crazy stuff. I mean, those, both those two shows, I feel like are the ones Phenomenal. that we as the infinity Bros are probably the most excited for. So some good stuff coming down the line here. Next show we're going to move on to is she Hulk, yeah. which this is the one where, I I did not expect a clip from this at all. No. Like I was like, yeah, we'll probably get a title reveal, which we did. But they actually showed another like thirty second clip of She Hulk too. And there's a lot to to process in this thirty second clip. Like you got Mark Ruffalo in there, which we knew he's in the show, but like it's weird to see him back as as Hulk and doing his Hulk thing and and his Bruce Banner thing too. So like I don't. I don't know what's going on with that. Uh, we see, oh, uh, what's her name? Shoot. Uh, Tatiana Maslany as uh, She-Hulk or Jennifer Walters. I mean, we see, we don't see like the full body shot of She-Hulk, but we see like the back of her and like it's it looks legit. Like I, I was shocked that we got this much this early. So, I mean, first initial thoughts on, on She-Hulk, Zane. Go for it. Yeah, I'm I'm excited because I don't know necessarily what they're gonna do. Like for me, like this garners a lot of excitement, um, just because She Hulk is one of my favorite like female superheroes, 
and like you get in and i know yeah, robbie's too, too robbie, much, too much. <laughs> robbie's, robbie's crying somewhere robbie's right now just made, he's just fuming right now robbie's just, just like <laughs> sat up in the couch wherever he's at and he's just like looking around something's wrong I can he's talking it. about she hulk <laughs> no like it was always an interesting i mean yeah obviously it's cool when you have the the hulk part and like yeah we're just gonna go and do some cool Hulk stuff, but what makes her such an interesting character is everything they, they that they do with her as Jennifer Walters, and like that provides so much more depth. And I'm wondering, wondering, and hoping that they kind of hit more of the focus on there. So, it, sh- so She Hulk back, I think in like the 90s, She Hulk is one of the first characters that actually kind of like started breaking the fourth wall. Like we all know Deadpool's super famous for it, but like She Hulk was the first one to start doing it, and just the. Like, I don't know if there's going to have any of that in there. Like, if you can kind of incorporate that. But the bigger thing for me is, yeah, how are you going to work the Jennifer Walters angle into it? Because mm-hmm. um, from the comics, what I always thought was really cool reading her comics is that, so obviously she's a lawyer. And so they basically bring superheroes and supervillains. They show how that would happen in like a court of law. And mm-hmm part of what they can use then is comic books exist in that and comic books is what they use as evidence so like her and her team will go actually back through old episodes of comic books because those are basically the rulings and like what actually happened on stuff so as they're doing as they're doing court cases like they'll present evidence from like other previous comic books to support or defend like and it was really cool how they incorporated that the whole law aspect into being the superhero and and that's ultimately like why jennifer walters or she hulk is interesting right because she's a superhero she's the hulk but she's a lawyer as she hulk like she's still doing her lawyer thing while she's doing her superhero thing what it comes down to to me is that like she's a lawyer so we gotta see a matt murdoch jennifer walters showdown at some point right like we've talked about this before on previous episodes but like i think it'd be really cool if they angled this show towards that like kind of law and court like direction because they i feel like they could do a lot of things with that and i feel like we haven't really seen that are we looking for another cool action show I mean, sure, but that's literally what the MCU is like. These shows are a place that they can start taking these different directions as they showed with WandaVision. So I I think that would be really cool. And if we don't get a Matt Murdock, Jennifer Walters showdown at some point down the line, I would be pretty disappointed. One of my favorite, like, obviously, like I'm a big She-Hulk fan. Sorry, Robbie. Um, But one of my favorite issues, and I hope they do this like a procedural, like, uh svu you know type like yeah exactly yeah that'd be sweet but one of my favorite like issues of all time is somebody takes old man captain america to court and it's yeah and it's jennifer walters versus uh matt murdoch trying actually i have actually quoted you telling me that it's such a good podcast because that would be a great bit and technically Old Man Rogers is probably still out there in the MCU. He's He's on on the moon. moon. He's on the moon. (laughs) Moon Knight's going to bring him back. You know, like, it's just like he's out there. So that would be fantastic if we could get that, like, at some point. Man, I mean, I'm all in on that, Jarrett. I think for me, She-Hulk doesn't doesn't give me quite the same reaction as Moon Knight or or Hawkeye does quite yet. But I think 
as we hear more and more about it and see more, I'll probably get more excited about it. I'd rate this news like a five out of six, but it's still like super awesome. We're getting more of the MCU that we ever imagined. Like, did you guys ever think that we'd get a She-Hulk show, let alone, I mean, Moon Knight and on Hawkeye, we probably could have guessed that, like you said earlier, Jarrett, but Moon Knight and She-Hulk and, and now we're going to talk about Miss Marvel, but like, that's so wild that we're getting these characters and TV well, shows, and they're going to be time to be alive. MCU. It's yeah. yeah, what a time to be alive as a superhero fan. It's it's wild. Uh, Zane, what do you rate the She Hulk? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go five out of six. Like it's good, but I'm still it leaves me wanting more. Like I was not mm-hmm. expecting this at all, so I'm still just like, oh, this is cool. But like now, I'm like, okay, now I want more, and it kind of bums me out that I'm going to have to wait longer <laughs> to get more. Right. So I'm going to go five uh, out of six. And it's just yeah. like, yeah, just. Just, yep. just give me more. I'm just going to wait. Yeah. And the next trailer or when I get an actual trailer, it's probably going to be a six out of six <laughs> for now. Five mm-hmm. out of six. Right. True. Yeah. Good point. Jarrett, what are your thoughts? Uh, six out of six. They could have showed us still of an empty courtroom and I still would have been excited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so ready for this. And we already know that Robbie fan fantastics this show. Right. Um, <laughs> so She-Hulk, it's going to welcome a ton of Marvel characters, some back including Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk, Tim Roth as the Abomination. Yeah, buddy. This, okay, so I'm I'm on the Disney Plus Informer. I'm reading the synopsis on here, so I'm not sure if this is the official Disney synopsis or not, but they, they describe this show as a comedy series. So, hey, if, if it is a true comedy series, maybe we get some of that breaking the fourth wall in there. I think that'd be pretty cool, too. I hope so. Um, that would fit the vibe. Right. Absolutely. Disney coming to Disney plus in 2022 directed by executive producer Kat Coro Coiro with a new Valia also directing executive producer Jessica Gao serves as the head writer. So she Hulk pretty sweet next show moving right along Miss Marvel. I mean, we we've saw, seen a couple different things about this in the past month. So they released a still of Miss Marvel with kind of the like fist. And it looked like there's some basically like power type thing over her fist instead of the, you know, typical Miss Marvel, like stretchy fist. So that, I mean, set up all sorts of speculation. And then also, I think previously they had announced that Miss Marvel was not going to come out in 2021, which we had thought that it was going to. So that was a little bit of a disappointment, but we got another 30 second clip, some cool stuff. I mean, this is like, this is prime, like Marvel. Like this is, I think we watch this show. We're going to think like, oh, this is classic MCU. Like it's going to be funny. Uh, it's going to be lots of heart. It introduces Kamala or Kamala. How do they say that one? I know it's I've always said differently Kamala, than but I have no idea. Kamala. Kamala Khan, 16-year-old Pakistani-American from Jersey, aspiring artist, avid gamer, voracious fan fiction scribe. She's a huge fan of the Avengers, and one in particular, Captain Marvel. A lot of people know kind of her origin. She's been really, like, popular lately in, you know, she's, like, one of the main characters in the Marvel Avengers game. Uh, She's been a pretty popular, like, newer character that's come out. And it's really cool that we're getting some of these newer characters incorporated into the MCU. This is another one, too, where I'm really excited about this. I have not read any, like, Ms. Marvel, like, comics or anything like that. So it doesn't, like, 
tickle my fancy necessarily. You're missing out on the best. You're missing out on the best villain in all of the MCU. And I'm going to give you the the elevator pitch. Okay. Okay. All right. Give it to me. Her Miss Marvel's villain, her like arch enemy is a clone of Thomas Edison, whose DNA was spliced with a parakeet and who refuses to believe that he's a bird. And it is so, he's so <laughs> hilarious. Oh my gosh. Um, there's okay. a, I can't remember which, cause there's two runs of Miss Marvel um, that came out around the same time. So I can't remember if it's the first one or the second one, but there's an issue where he traps her with like robotic crocodiles. And she's like, you were trying to kill me. And he's like, no, he's like, he's like crocodiles with lasers on their head are wildly inefficient. I just wanted to scare you. <laughs> he's so, he's the best that villain. He's so good. So are we going to see him in the series? Gosh, we have to. Please. I'm going to be so after, mad if they don't. Yeah, after hearing that, they better get yeah. it to us. Like, for real, for real. He doesn't like have a supervillain name. His supervillain name is Thomas Edison. <laughs> it's so good. I love it. I love it. Can't wait. So uh, Iman, Iman Vellani stars as... Sorry, guys. I'm like butchering all these names. I apologize in advance if you guys are offended by that. But I'm going to try to keep plugging along. Iman Vellani stars as Kamala Khan as aka miss marvel series is directed by executive producers adil l rb bilal fala mira minan Charmin obeyed chinoy with executive producer bisha k ali serving as head writer and it's premiering it says on here disney plus in summer 2022 so it did get pushed back quite a bit we're gonna see hawkeye before it but it probably that's not too far away it's not that far away. It'll probably be the next Mar- MCU like show that we'll see after Hawkeye, I would assume, because all these other shows look like they're fairly early in, in production. So uh, I would assume that that's the next one we see. What are you guys, Zane, I'm going to ask you this. What do you think of the kind of potential changing of her origin? Um, like from, so for, for those of you guys who are not, familiar at all with Miss Marvel. She's an inhuman and she has stretching abilities like somewhat similar to Mr. Fantastic. It's a little bit different. Like she can stretch like herself really big. She can you stretch her, you know, you see her classic like fists enlarged and stuff like that. And it looks like they're kind of going with like an energy something or other. Like it kind of looked like an energy construct or something that was going on. What do you think of the changing of the origin of her of her powers. I typically don't like when people do that. Like just, you you have stuff from the comics, like keep it similar to that. Like, I don't know if the, that change is more so, well, like it's Disney. It shouldn't be a money issue to animate the stuff, but like, I don't know, maybe they're trying to match it more with what you have with photon, like what we had in, um, maybe keeping like the energy powers like that maybe is what they're kind of going with instead of completely deviating. Um, Unless they go the route of like, yeah, the whole constructs. And then the, I mean, that's still kind of a whole nother power of the constructs basically like becoming shooting out a huge fist instead of actually the fist coming out. Like, I guess it works, but yeah, I I feel like you could just kind of stick with her origins, but unless they're Mm -hmm. just like, this just doesn't look good on film. Well, and this, this comes back to how do you introduce 
a whole race of people, even though we haven't seen them in the MCU. So like she's an inhuman, you know, typically inhumans are created by Terra. <laughs> yeah. Like, how do you and there's like a whole race of inhumans that live like in a colony. How do you explain that away without, you know, anything? And it's the similar similar thing as the X-Men. How are they going to incorporate the X-Men into the MCU? So they might just be trying to avoid that for the time being um, without, you know, trying to maybe they will i don't i don't know I, do you guys think they're going to talk about her being inhuman or is she just going to be a person with powers my guess is if they're if they're going away from her power set they're not going to do it plus the whole setup for her character was when they released the terrigen miss on earth and it was like circling around and killing all the mutants and it was a big thing and the fact that like we don't have mutants or really inhumans right. i don't think they're going to touch on it the one thing that's like a huge shame about this is most people think that like Miss Marvel is just like a Mr. Fantastic knockoff or a Mr. Fantastic clone. Her powers aren't really like just stretching. She can shrink as well, which is one right. of my favorite yeah. things about her. And you can't really do that if it's just like hard light projections or whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. That sucks for me. I'm so sad about her powers being different. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's kind of a bummer. And I, I think Zane, you touched on it. Like, it's got to be that they're trying to like they're they're coming out with a movie, the Marvels. It's got to be that they're like trying to keep those somewhat similar. Keep it matching somehow in some way. Right. Yeah, that was my first thought when I when I saw that, too. But I, yeah, I'm not like a huge fan of changing the origin. But like, hey, if they tell the story in a way that makes sense and is compelling, then I guess, you know, it is what it is. So, yeah, I mean, what what else do you guys think about the like Miss Marvel? Are you guys pretty pumped for that show? I'm pretty hyped. I think it's a nice build up for like Champions or Young Avengers if they mm -hmm. do that. Right. Yeah, and I mean, you've been you've been saying Young Avengers since like before Endgame. Like you were you were on that train a long time ago. So, I mean, yeah, I think that would be cool if she could kind of be on a a team of young heroes or something like that. That's that, that'd be pretty sweet. I think, uh, yeah, I think our excitement seems to be waning with each of these shows. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, it's going to be cool. It, it will be cool. We'll be really right. excited for it. It is kind of hard to get excited for a show that we're not going to see for like eight more months, though. So, you right. know, whatever. All right, guys. Uh, other than that, those are kind of the big hitters. But like there's a couple other things that Marvel announced here. I'm just going to go through the list. We'll talk about a few of them. Uh, they announced Echo, which I mentioned before. Yeah. Lake Wilcox is Maya Lopez. Um, she's going to be introduced in Hawkeye. Ironheart. They already announced that Dominique Thorne is going to play Riri Williams, a genius inventor who creates the most advanced suit of armor since Iron Man. Agatha House of Harkness. We already knew that Agatha was going to get her own spinoff show, House of Harkness. That was kind of the reveal. That's the name of the show. Catherine Hahn was incredible in WandaVision. She's obviously back as Agatha. That's going to be interesting because I feel like they could incorporate her in the introduction of the Fantastic Four potentially. So that that would be that'll be interesting to see where that leads. Secret Invasion. We've known about that for a long time. Starring Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury, Ben Mendelsohn as Talos the Skrull. Um, we already saw them in Captain Marvel. I mean, Secret Invasion has been something that, I mean, even before Endgame, we were kind of speculating about Secret Invasion type things. So it's a little less exciting that they literally have a show called Secret Invasion. So we ex know exactly what's coming. Yeah. Like it it would have been a lot cooler if they planned it through the MCU and then just like 
sprung this surprise big yeah. on us but like obviously it'll it'll still be pretty cool guardians of the galaxy holiday special uh written and directed by james gunn he'll be back for that i that one is kind of weird and mind-boggling to me like a holiday special all right in, mcu is expanding it's so it's so james gunn though <laughs> it is it is that that will be hilarious okay here's a couple big ones here i i do want to touch on these just a little bit X-Men 97, they announced that we are getting a continuation of the X-Men animated series from the iconic 90s timeline. Like that, that was like, when I saw that, I was like, what? Mind blown on that one. Every X-Men fan and potentially every superhero fan, this was an instrumental. Every child of the 90s. Every child of the 90s. This is an instrumental show in like why people are superhero fans and X-Men fans specifically. But like this show is amazing. And the fact that they're basically, I I don't know if they're just going to like pick up the story we left off and and go from there or what they're going to be doing with it. The announcement that they posted on Twitter is hilarious it's a picture of the wolverine with his like picture frame (laughs) sitting in bed and then he look they look at it and then it's x-men 97 or all new original series streaming 2023 so far away so far away (laughs) that was that was a wild announcement i was definitely not expecting that for sure uh man craziness uh what if season two was announced i think we we are we all knew. knew that was coming down the line i mean the ending of what if you can check out our, our what if season finale um spoiler episode it's great show i think we all kind of collectively agreed that it was it was fantastic kind of the first venture into animated stuff for for disney uh in the mcu so that was that was kind of interesting and speaking of animated Disney Plus is getting an animated Spider-Man show. Spider-Man freshman year. Hey, you finally going to see Uncle Ben die. We're, we're, getting, hey, yeah, we're getting another Uncle Ben death. I cannot wait for this. Uh, I'm so excited. Man, I'm so excited, guys. Animated series you know, that follows Peter Parker. You know Parker who can wait? Screen. Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben could probably wait. <laughs> he, he could wait. probably, he could wait, probably for wait for this. Yeah, poor guy. Oh, okay, okay. Side note. I don't know why this flashed into my head, but did you guys know that... Earth 615. The is, Uncle Ben Yeah. This is a multiverse comprised of everybody being Uncle Ben. <laughs> I don't so like, I found that out this past year and I was like, Marvel, you are geniuses. That is, that is <laughs> fantastic. Incredible. Incredible. So, so little tidbit, go look that up on Marvel Wiki. Earth 615, I believe. Uh, so that's going to be an animated series that follows Peter Parker and his way to becoming Spider-Man in the MCU journey. Unlike we've ever seen in a style that celebrates the comics, early comic book roots. So maybe they're going to go like Jack Kirby style. We, could, we almost saw some Jack Kirby ish animation in kind of those last couple episodes of what if with, you know, all the multi stuff, multiverse stuff going down between ultra vision and and Uatu. So I don't know, maybe I wonder if they're going in with a similar animation style as that, or if they're going to go more like comic booky classic kind of stuff that they're going to do with maybe the X-Men continuation. I saw that and I was, I was fairly pleased. I'm excited. I'm always down for anything Spider-Man. So even if it is uncle Ben dying and once again, I'd, I'd read that news, a, a 5.5 out of six freshman year is not really a compelling title for me. I will, 
we already get so many origin stuffs for Spider-Man. I want to see old Spider-Man content. That's what I want to see. I want to see old Peter Parker. Old man Peter Parker, yeah. Old man Peter Parker. That's what I want. But yeah, still still pretty exciting. I Am Groot, a series of original shorts exploring baby Groot's glory days growing up and getting into trouble. <laughs> Sure, why not? Why I'm not? Sure my kids didn't need will. this, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure my kids will love this show. It's going to be great. Uh, Marvel Zombies, that was kind of another interesting one. Um, animated series from Marvel Studios that reimagines the Marvel Universe as a new generation of heroes battle against an ever-spreading zombie scourge directed by executive producer Brian Andrews. My question is, are they going to pluck this straight from the What If episode of Marvel zombies, or are they going to go with a whole different direction and start completely over? I think we were all pretty jazzed about the Marvel zombies episode, right? Like you guys really enjoyed that. We talked about that pretty extensively on, on an episode. I don't remember what episode that was, but you guys can go check that episode. I'm pretty sure we had a review on it. And Jarrett, I mean, you, you are a pretty, I mean, you're our comic. You really are our comic book guy. <laughs> you know the story of Marvel Zombies pretty well. So what is your thoughts on this um, Marvel Zombies series that you're going to be watching? I think it'll be interesting. I it, it would be hard for people to divorce it from the What If series, especially after like how involved it was in everything. That being said, I think there's a lot they can do with it. I, I was surprised that they went the takes that they w- did with What If. And so if they can do that, like... There's a lot that they can do with this, I think. I'm excited. Right. right. And it, like, honestly, even if it's not, it doesn't have anything to do with that what if episode, I'd still be pumped about it. I'd yeah, still, still worth watching. definitely be watching it. So another animated series too. Like we're getting more and more of those. So that's that's pretty cool. Zane, just out of curiosity, do you want to see more of that animation style from, from Marvel's what if? Or would you rather see kind of, kind of more of a classic animated style? Like, I wouldn't mind a mix. Like, it was still really good animation, but I always like... I mean, it can be hit or miss, but like how Star Wars Visions came out and every episode kind of had a different animation style. I'd I'd Mm -hmm. love if Marvel came up with something like that, of come, you know, either getting just different direction, get just, yeah, have people showcase these different art styles where it was a little different for Star Wars Visions because they actually had the individual, like, different studios making it and that's why it was all these different art styles but like why not showcase some of these different art styles like let's get creative like why not yeah have what we had in the what if you know and throw a the the 90s style animation throw a Mm. you know into the spider-verse style animation like why not why not try Mm. different these animations like i'm all for that definitely yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm with you on that. Like I I'm all for experiencing the different types of animation. I really did like I know some people were kind of thrown off by the animation and what if, but I I liked it a lot. It was it was really good. And I think I that was, was pretty the, solid. That was one of the better parts of that show, I think, because I know the voice acting to me was hit and miss. Like it was cool that they got a lot of the it's cool that they got a lot of the MCU actors back to to voice their characters, but some of those actors and actresses just don't do well with the voice acting. So, or, or they just, maybe they're just inexperienced. They just haven't done it before, but it was definitely hit or miss with me when the voice acting, but the animation I thought was solid. That was pretty much all the big Marvel news. We did have one piece of Star Wars news that was pretty big. Uh, I don't even know if I could call it big. Obi-Wan Kenobi, everybody realizes that's probably the next big thing coming down the pipeline in in Star Wars. Uh, That's going to be coming 
in Disney Plus in 2022. We already knew that, but they did share some behind the scenes footage and they shared some concept art for it. So honestly, I was kind of expecting more. I was kind of expecting like a little like 30 second blip like we got with the other shows or something like we've been waiting for this show for a pretty stinking long time. Ewan McGregor has been signed to this show for over a year, right? Like it's been it's been a been pretty a long time. So I I was a little disappointed that we didn't get more from this. But at the same time, the concept art is cool. It's cool to hear from Ewan McGregor actually like talking about being on set and Hayden uh, Christensen coming back to play Darth Vader and stuff like that. So it's going to be awesome. But I was definitely let down by what we saw from Kenobi. So I would have given this like a three out of six just to my level of disappointment of not getting a little sneak peek of something. Dane, what was your thoughts on that? Yeah, it's just kind of the same like i don't feel like they added to anything we already knew right especially with uh the disney plus day you're given all this showcase stuff like yeah i two out of six three out of six because yeah it's just like well we we knew all this stuff like Mm -hmm. you didn't really add to what we already knew and this was kind of supposed to be like the big day of like hey here's all this cool stuff we're coming out with and it was just like cool we already kind of knew all this stuff this isn't new Mm -hmm. information so that was a very lackluster uh i I can't even call it a promo because it was just kind of like oh here's obi-wan all right moving on yeah right yeah a little bit of a bummer Jarrett, what are your thoughts on it yeah i mean it's exciting that it's happening at all but again they they fed us nothing (laughs) like we Mm -hmm. this didn't do anything for anybody yeah a little bit of a bummer there so well that's kind of really all the major news that we care about on this podcast um there were again there were like freaking tons of announcements that they put out there with this. Um, So Zane and Jarrett, we'll start with you, Jarrett. What was your favorite non Marvel or, you know, anything that we haven't talked about? What was your favorite announcement of everything else? Um, So this is kind of two in one. Uh, One of them is, is Marvel and MCU related. Um, So echo is, played by an indigenous deaf right. actress, which I thought was phenomenal. That's worth um, going back even, to because I did say we were going to talk about it and we didn't, we kind of skimmed over it, but yes, keep going. Yeah. So she, she is Menominee and Mohican. I think um, I'd have to double check on that, but she's from Wisconsin. Actually not the reservation is not far from where I used to live in Wisconsin, um, which is a fantastic casting, uh, a big win for indigenous and deaf communities uh, that they actually got somebody representing both of those together, which is Fantastic. And then the other side of this coin and related to this, we're getting a Predator prequel. Um, And the actress in that is actually enrolled on this reservation. Uh, Her family's from here. So like absolutely mind blowing. Sweet. That's awesome. Zane, go ahead and say the Prey uh, sequel because I know that you were going to talk about that. Right, Jared, just coming in here, just stealing my thunder. <laughs> just like, uh, the door give it to like... me. <laughs> yeah, no, that was definitely my most exciting thing of the non-Marvel, because like I love anything that has to do Predator and Alien. Like we play Predator Hunting Grounds all the time. Great game. Yeah, and yeah. Just the Twitch.tv slash the underscore infinity underscore bros. You guys can catch us on there. Hopefully we'll get a big uh, Predators like stream up soon. That'd be yes, awesome. Absolutely. But yeah, no, like Jared said, they the the whole like the premise for this one is like the prequel it's uh 1700s i believe of a predator coming in and it's fighting against 
going I, like we haven't really gotten much of the story we just know that i'm blanking on the actress's name it's uh mid thunder what's mid thunder is it amber uh, amber amber, amber Thunder. Yep. yep and so basically like she's gonna be a warrior and then from what i'm picked up on is like she's gonna be kind of in that rite of passage like going against this predator that's out there and i'm excited to see what happens with it like it's it's going to be a cool setting. It's going to be something we haven't seen before. I'm just hoping, you know, like what, what's this predator going to look like? How's this fight going to go? Like I'm, there's yeah. so much they can do here. And I'm also very excited for it because the director of this movie, he's the director of the boys. So nice. I think there's, okay. there's a lot of potential that there could be. So I, have you yeah, guys I, seen I, the promo image? That they put up. Yeah, dude, the promo is so good. Yeah, I shared that to the group. I was like, this is so cool. Just like the mist, and you see that, the the laser. Mm -hmm. I was like, yes, I'm all about this. I cannot wait for this movie. That's that's pretty cool. When it it drops, it's dropping on Hulu, so you don't have to go to the theater to see it. It's coming right to Hulu. Yep, film premieres summer 2022 on Hulu. See that is that's pretty crazy, honestly. Like that that's so crazy that this pandemic has changed the course of entertainment. Like films are dropping oh, on streaming services now, and that's gonna be a regular thing from here on out. That is just crazy to think about. Um for me, it was definitely the uh, Chippendales live oh, action. <laughs> um I don't know how they're gonna get somebody to replace Patrick Swayze and Chris Farley. But, you know, I, I think this is going to be a great show. So. <laughs> that was, that was so oh, that killed me. Thank you. Thank you. Isaac. <laughs> hey, th- thank you. Thank you that you got that. I, I appreciate yeah. it. There's like not literally nothing else on this list. Like even interests me. Like, I mean, Trey, obviously, because, that that looks yeah. sweet. Jokes like, aside, though, man. like it's it's John Mulaney and Chippendales. Like, can't hate that, right? Who right. who at Disney was like, oh, you know what would be great in live action? Totally Chippendale. Oh my gosh, yeah, like, we definitely <laughs> yeah. we definitely need that. And what's what's the deal with all these live action shows? Like this, is I don't just, know, man. I don't know. It's getting out of hand, and I'm not sure. I I. I like that. I don't. So your number one, just so I'm clear, right? Your number one of this whole announcement was not Sneakerella. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, no. Um, okay. Here's the one that I'm like, even somewhat. Okay. There's two. There's two. Number one is the, there's Baymax. Baymax is getting an original series from Big Hero 6. It's still not that interesting, but my daughter loves Baymax and Big Hero 6. And I've, it's a great movie. So I probably will end up watching this. Um, and the next one is Disenchanted. So Disenchanted. <laughs> oh, no, no, it's, stop. Okay, stop. okay. Yes, yes, yes. It is cringeworthy. That's it. All right, see you guys. Cringeworthy. <laughs> All right. Back it in. Great show here tonight. Thank you for tuning into the Infinity Rose podcast. Uh, this is the last episode of the Infinity Rose podcast ever. Um, you'll no longer be hearing from Infinity Rose from here on out. Enchanted is a super duper cheesy movie, but I remember watching Enchanted as a kid and I was like, you know what? I like this movie. I think this is a good movie. That was like one of the first times I saw an actress in Amy Adams is like, I kind of I have a crush on this actress right now. Like I that's one of the first ones that I remember. So is this his Thor too? 
<laughs> it's super cheesy found, and lame. It's found Isaac's store too. Yeah, I know it is okay, oh. but Disenchanted actually caught my eye. Am I interested in it that much to like spend money on it? Absolutely not. But it actually did catch my eye. So Amy Adams is actually back as Giselle, which I'm shocked at. I thought this was going to be like a typical Disney sequel where they just like recast everybody and like it's a terrible sequel. Amy Adams is back. So, you know, maybe it'll be another cheesy, delightful movie. Who knows? I'm learning so much about you. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. That's it for the Infinity Bros podcast. Zane, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. No, thank you. Thank you, Isaac. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad I put a smile on your gay's face to end off this this podcast. I thought Max and I thought Max and uh, Mark's episode was unhinged, but like we may have topped it. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Jared, thank you for joining us in the Infinity Bros podcast. No, thank you. You just made my (laughs) (laughs) night. And thank you, listener, for joining us in the Infinity Bros podcast. Thank you so much for making us a part of your day and your podcast experience. We love you 3000. Everybody have a wonderful week. You can find Infinity Bros at theinfinitybros.com. Hopefully, you will hear us doing more reviews very soon. And stay tuned for the announcement of the 100th episode of the Infinity Bros podcast coming early January in 2022. We love you 3000. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Bye. 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 Thanks for tuning in to the Infinity Bros Podcast. You can find the Infinity Bros on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Twitch, and YouTube at The Infinity Bros. You can also check out our website at www.theinfinitybros.com. Feel free to send listener feedback via email at infinitybrospodcast at gmail.com. 